0: Okay, I'm gonna say it. Apologies to my parents. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more embarrassing than having parents in middle school. No, how dare you? Welcome back to Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron, our college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and explore the sights, smells, and scaries of a middle school dance. There's a lot happening
1: at a middle school dance and much much of it is not good, Mm -mm. not something that I would go back to, Mm -mm. but at the same time still a very robust and flavorful (coughs) memory I have of my middle school years. I wish, I wish, 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 wish you had not just used the word flavorful. What what, uh, word would you use in place? Smelly. That's a flavor. (laughs) Um, before we get too deep into that, I want to address the elephant in the room. We've never looked worse. We've we've never looked worse. Um, we're battling the elements right now. Starting with the drum circle that our upstairs neighbor is hosting, and ending with not the elephants in the room, but the elephants in our throats. Yeah. We're both unwell. We are S-I-C-K. But we had approximately 32 minutes exactly to record this episode, and uh-huh. it's never been more dire. Yeah. It's do or die tonight. Yeah. I may or may not have COVID. I don't have I don't have COVID, <laughs> but I have something. It's actually kind of crazy because I w- you were away. We were apart from each mm-hmm. other. I started feeling unwell, and I texted you that. We still weren't together. And then by the time you came home that night, you started to feel unwell. So we, like, separately but together are unwell. With very similar symptoms. Yeah. Like, I've taken a COVID test that says negative. I think I have more something like, honestly, maybe the flu. Mm. And you have potentially COVID.
0: I potentially have COVID. I just took a COVID test, and I just glanced at it, and it was giving positive. But I think that I also tampered with it. Like, Mm -hmm. that was not my best work. Yeah. So I'm going to take a step back, go back in with, put my best people on it, Mm -hmm. and try that sucker again. Yeah. Get it right together. Yeah.
1: So, if we're sounding just, like, really (laughs) raspy and sultry, it's, sorry, it's out of our control, you know? This also is a cough drop lollipop. For anyone wondering. Yeah, so we've both got our little hard candy moments happening, too. That aside, we are persevering with a spirit similar to the way that Carly Rae did in 2012. One thing Carly did was not give up. I'm seeing Carly Rae live in four months. Shut up. Did Where? you know that at Lollapalooza? No, you are not. She's taken to that little stage. Does she have any other songs? Oh, she's got, like, eight albums. Really? She's got, like, a bunch of albums. I want to talk to a... a a through and true Carly Rae fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's gotten better. I wouldn't say it's like my personal cup of tea, but like I'll be at that concert probably. Hopefully. I had no clue that she was out here doing all that. She had like a quasi TikTok viral moment. Hmm? Like sometime before the holidays with some song off of her new new album. Honestly, good for her because we hated on her so much collectively. And she did nothing wrong. She, she was just, dropped a great song. Sorry.
0: <laughs> she was just a girl with a song in her heart, and
1: we all terrorized her for that. Carly Rae is a martyr for pop music. First and foremost, mm-hmm. prior to the school dance, what are you wearing? How are you getting ready? Are you pre-gaming? I, okay, at my middle school personally,
0: honestly, middle school, elementary school, high school, school dances were just not all that in the school system where I resided. It was honestly kind of devastating. Like, the only one that was really, like, go big or go home was prom. Mm. But, like, all the other dances were very low-key. Like, our homecoming, like, I feel like I see, like, pictures and videos of kids going to homecoming today, and it's this whole thing. But, like, I don't think I ever – I know I know. I didn't go to ev- any – homecoming dance. I think I stepped into one and it was in the gym and it was like Lame, so I stepped right out. So like in middle school. I don't think I Ever really wore like a gown to middle school. Maybe there was one where I wore like my bat mitzvah dress too That was like a middle school formal but for the most part we were rocking with sock hops and at a sock hop the uniform if you will was fun socks Mid-calf, knee-high was like too much, short was like not enough, mid-calf, leggings, you were definitely showing up with your Uggs before you took them off. Are you tucking your leggings into your socks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. And you're wearing a t-shirt, underneath your t-shirt, you're wearing some sort of lace camisole, Mm -hmm. and
1: you're tying that sucker up on the side. Oh, yeah. Your t-shirt is tied up with a ponytail. If you weren't tying your shirts in 2011... What were you doing? Like, where were you turning for fashion inspo, if not that? Right? You were tying your shirt. And the way that, like, it was almost hierarchical, like, at my middle school, we were we were actually required to tie or tuck our shirts at my middle school, mm-hmm. which is a story for a different day. Mm-hmm. But if you're in sixth grade, like, you're tying it, like, right where your jeans end. And then maybe you're showing, like, an inch of that cami in seventh grade. By eighth grade, like, it's right under where your bra is. Which is fascinating like, to me. you're moving up. I
0: don't think I or my peers ever did all that because that just seems like you're taking that fashion choice too far to me. Mm-hmm. But we definitely were rocking with the tie at the hip or maybe the waist, and then your cami was pulled down over
1: your ass. No, you're stretching that cami down <laughs> as low as it will go, and there's a little something like was it where the were you always seeking out the vibes like are we tucking our tie today? Because sometimes you're tying and you're tucking that under. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're letting that tail hang loose. Was that a thing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that was a thing for us. You were...
0: Also, to be fair, when I was in middle school, my best friend was a gay male. So, like, he wasn't tucking or tying. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't, you know... In the in the group chat, saying, "Are we talking or tying today?" You know what I mean? Like I had to fend for my own. Mm -hmm. I had to fight for myself. Yeah, and so like I was fighting for my own. I was fighting for myself out there in the middle school streets. Yeah, to figure it out. To be. Were you texting in the group chat, "Tucker tie today?" I do remember like Mm -hmm. being maybe middle school, maybe high school when you would be like, "Let's dress up today."
1: In middle or high? Yeah, not in high. That's embarrassing for you. I feel like people did that in high school, too. That was a thing. Like, it died out by the end of eighth grade. Like, I feel like that was a thing for me. Like, should we wear, will you wear a dress with me? Like, fifth Okay, no, seventh. you're right. That
0: was more middle school. That was definitely more middle school. I feel like sixth and seventh grade for sure. Because mm-hmm, it was like, dress.
1: it was like you, like, you or one of your friends had a crush on a boy, so you had to whip out the dress, but they couldn't do it alone or that was too obvious. Yeah, yeah. So the whole friend group had to wear a dress to school. yeah.
0: I don't think... I was not doing that in elementary school because I didn't have a phone in elementary mm-hmm. school. Like, I got a phone, I think, in sixth grade. So, like, not elementary
1: school, but definitely in middle school. Let's dress up today. Yeah. Or let's all wear this today. Mm-hmm. We were... We were different for that, collectively. That's, like, that is just a middle school thing. Like, you had... We all have our years in the trenches, mm-hmm. and it's sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I remember I was so picky about what I was going to wear to my middle school dances, my friend and I like created this document. We were emailing it to each other because this was before we have smartphones, mm-hmm. and it was Cameron and Stacy. I think like school dance no-nos, <laughs> and it was just this bulleted list of everything we wouldn't tolerate in a dress. Think we wouldn't. Oh, you pulled it up. I sure did. I have the receipts. Yes. Okay. So like a dress, no ruffles, no one strap, no spaghetti straps, no strapless. So am I wearing long sleeves? I don't know. <laughs> No pink, no puffy, no sequins, no glitter, no feathers. Mm-hmm. This to me is like giving my era's outfit Amazon searches. Sure, yeah. So that's some character development. Glitter, puffy sleeves, feathers. Bring it on. Sequin, yeah, like I want that. Makeup. Instead of using six billion pages of no nos, we'll just say what we will accept. Chopstick. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. Like the
0: audacity, the way that everything about this, the vernacular, everything
1: about this, is so heavily influenced by the clique, mm-hmm. is alarming. But the way that, like, I was in no way, shape, or form—is that the phrase? Yeah, you part are part of the clique.
0: No doll. This you was weren't. like an
1: independent prerogative, <laughs> and that's what's so alarming about it. And also, like, I was, I was so cool for school. That it couldn't be cool for the school dance. And like, I feel like as young girls, we
0: would frequently, because I feel like I, I fell victim to it too. I was out here doing it too. We were shaming other young girls for dressing up. It was like, yes. oh, you wore like a, a floor length gown to the middle school dance. You're so silly. You're so stupid. That was so wrong yes. of us. Who did we think we were? And it was because we were jealous. Mm -hmm. We were jealous that we didn't have the gumption. And like today, all I have is gumption. But like then, no.
1: It was internalized misogyny. Absolutely it was. Because especially in middle school, that's an age where it's like you're first coming to terms with your like femininity. Mm -hmm. But you're also being constantly shut down by that. Like how dare you so shoulder it in Mm -hmm. the classroom. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing makeup today? Yes. And so you become shut down by that and in order to preserve your own sense of self and like dignity you have to shut down other girls and yes and it's woman-on-woman crime and it's a cycle
0: and like we should
1: not stand for it anymore no and i think it's kind of like a two a a two clawed dog Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. because there's that element and then there's also the part of the like if i can't if i can't be the prettiest girl there Why even try? Because then it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. So then that's also rooted in misogyny. Yeah. Misogyny is
0: everywhere you look. And if you think anything different for one second, you're lying to yourself. No, and it's
1: so heartbreaking that this happens to 11-year-old girls. Like, we were worried about that when we were children. Literally children. And, like, when you're 11, you think you're grown, but you're a child. And, like, I'm sure boys had their own sets of insecurities when heading to those middle school dances. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not knocking that, Mm-mm. but there was not the same. No, they were not giving two thoughts over what they had to wear. You they know really what I mean? were not. And it was not rooted in like, am I going to be, am I going to shut down my masculinity or am I going to show, you know, there was no yeah. conversation on that. And if we're
0: wrong boys, if you were out here stressing about which jeans to wear or
1: whatever it is that you do, let us know, call us out. But I think we're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember to my first middle school dance, I wore this darling little dress. Mm -hmm. It was $8 from Plato's Closet, Mm -hmm. and it was the material of a bathing suit. That slick, slimy material was so in for a minute there. (coughs) And it was like this black and white marble with a red waistband that was about six inches too thick.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And then, because this is another part of the notice, I believe, it couldn't be spaghetti strap, but it was. So I had to wear a little shawl. A little shawl.
0: One, like, thing, honest.
1: one thing girls were going to do is wear a little shawl. Mm-hmm. We had to have a, a little collection of shawls, a black and white. And they were always like, cut you right here, mm-hmm. mid-arm, and cut you right under your bra strap. <laughs> and such a loose, <laughs> a loose knit to them. That God forbid you walk past a door handle because that whole thing will be coming apart. It will be like coming to the seams. Off in strings. Mm -hmm. You'll be leaving a trail of Shaw everywhere. Yeah. But then I do feel like I got, like, in the seventh grade dance, I had this little number that I felt so darling in. I was like, cat's meow. It was purple and black.
0: I think I
1: wore a slight little quarter inch heel. And I was like, I, someone get me off these streets, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then by 8th grade, I was, like, balling out. So, like, I moved up that ladder. What was the 8th grade look? I remember I had some tulle. It was, like, black, and it had some sequins and some shimmer to mm-hmm. it. I think there was also a shawl involved. Mm-hmm. And I got it from Belk, not from Plato's Closet. Belk. And I got, like, the most dashing dime on the block. The southern girl's best friend. No. Like, if you weren't. Parisian belt with your mama who hasn't cried in a belt. Raise your hand if you've cried in a belt. Yeah. We are survivors. No, we are survivors and we are honestly trailblazers. Trailblazers and warriors. For generations to come. Yeah. And if you haven't yet cried in a Belk, honestly just go in. It's a good place to get it done. The way that lighting will take every ounce of self-confidence you have. The way the clerk will take any ounce of self-confidence that the lighting didn't. The way they look at you, the, the way clerks. they look at you, the way everything's about fifteen percent more than it should be,
0: and like the clerks are like they're they are the fifty-five-year-old women working at the makeup counter who are beat for the gods <laughs> yeah. and have no business wearing that much foundation. With <laughs> peace and love to Belk employees.
1: Belk is truly a liminal space, and no one can tell you how long you've spent in a Belk, and no one can tell you how long those employees have worked there. No, it could be their first day, and it could be their tenth year. <laughs> 10th year, that's still a rookie in Belk year. That's so true. They stay. They stay. They're outliving everyone in Belk. If you want to live forever, gonna job at Belk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the playlist. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're starting off strong with Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. hmm We're doing some line dances. We're doing some line dances. And we're going to – I'll be on the floor for the line dance. Yeah, I love a line dance. Give me the electric side. Give me the Cupid Shuffle give me the cotton night gel. well that's right that's right where i, I, I go far but go and off. to me that's like the best one but if you're not dancing in a line what are you doing and that's still true
0: to this day like bring mm-hmm. back line dancing everywhere we go you know what i mean everywhere we go i remember the most scandalous little number of the dance was
1: starships were meant to fly yeah. because yeah you're in the bible belt and Nikki's being a little bit silenced. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot... That DJ is bleep, bleep, bleep. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that we
0: collectively as middle schoolers knew every word to the clean version of Starships, easy, done.
1: And there is, like, a mosh pit happening. There's a dance circle, if you will. Like, and it's it's not one you want to be a part of. It smells so bad you out know, there. it smells so bad. I can still see... ...gathering up the troops to join his mosh pit. Mm-hmm. And he... He was the boy who hit his growth spurt first, so obviously he was like In the charge. alpha of middle school. Yeah. And so he's towering over all these other four foot one boys. Yeah. Leading them and swinging their sweatshirts <gasps> to starships. That's terrifying. And then what's next on the playlist? Dynamite. Honestly, Dynamite still goes mad ham. It goes mad ham. It's one of the hits of our generation. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a One Direction number. It's going to be what makes you beautiful. And if you're a girl like me, you're going to be in the trenches during that one. Because the first two chords are going to play, the boys are going to shout, and everyone's going to look at you because they're (laughs) going to know that you're the One Direction girl. Yeah. Were there slow dances played at your sock hops?
0: No. No. It was a sock hop. It was strictly fast-paced.
1: Wow. Yeah. We had, they always let, they always let you get away with, like, two or three slow dances. Really? But it were wasn't you, the main rigmarole. Were you being asked to dance? I, I was escaping it. Mm. I remember seventh grade, there was a boy, which I remembered his last name, but he was first a boy, which was yucky. Yeah. Two, a friend of my brother's, which was yucky. Extra yucky. And three... A sixth grader when I was a seventh grader criminal and it's like you can't date lower than that no that's no 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 no. like that's embarrassing yeah and word on the street was that he was gonna try to ask me to dance and my girl surrounded me and I was escorted out of that gym into the bathroom every time a slow song came which looking back I'd like to issue a formal apology to him yeah because one thing I'm sure it wasn't was subtle Oh, and middle school girls are anything but subtle. Like, I think it was, like, literally, like, the, what well, not social security. The Secret, Secret service. Secret service escorting me out, head down, blinders on, mm-hmm. into the bathroom, mm-hmm. wall formed. And, yeah, there's a girl who's, like, on her Paul Revere duty looking, pacing in front of the bathroom to see if anyone's going to be walking by. Yeah.
0: It's brutal out there to be in middle school. Mm-hmm. I send my peace and love. To all middle schoolers. No, it's... It's heartbreaking. And all I'm going to say to
1: all of our middle school listeners, it will get better. We see you. We hear you. We We were you. you. Yeah. And it will get better. Yeah. And you will learn to just say no instead of hiding in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think that's what I was afraid of is I didn't want to say no, but I didn't realize that I didn't owe him anything. Exactly. And that that was an option. Yeah. And so I was like, either I hide or I have to hold the sweatiest hands I can think of. Just say no. Just say no. Dara was not playing around when they made that up. <laughs> no, they, they were onto something. Just say no. Just say no. Yeah. What were you doing after the dance?
0: After the dance, we were hitting up the Wendy's. We were hoping and praying that our parents would let us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when we left the dance, we were, okay, I'm going to say it, apologies to my parents. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more embarrassing than having parents in middle school. No, how dare you? If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Because you're walking out of your dance and you're like, "How is the fastest way I can make it to the car without anyone realizing that my parents are here to get me?"
1: Like, because I should be able to drive. I should be able I'm to buy myself driving. onto this planet. Yeah. And I'm leaving what is could only be described as a sauna mm-hmm. and I'm stepping out into that cool air. It's immediate whiplash sensory overload how embarrassing to have your parents see you interact with your peers and how dare how embarrassing for your peers to see you interact with your parents oh that's where we are keeping we have it's a hannah montana moment (coughs) and no one's seeing the other side the other side the other side of me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are getting out of that gym you are looking for your parents car Mm -hmm. and you're getting down and you're saying please take me to yomo get me to yogurt mountain stat frozen yogurt frosties what
0: have you I need it and I need you to pretend you are a ghost yeah there don't ask don't tell don't speak the military was on to something <laughs> well no they weren't um, that was so wrong of them
1: <laughs> if you were if you were smart if you've been around the block a time or two you learn the middle school dance exit strategy mm-hmm. and that's to get your friend's mom to carpool everyone to yogurt mountain mm-hmm. sit in the car while y'all eat your fruit punch flavored yogurt with sour gummy worms and golden grams on top yeah and then shut like shut what is it shuttle shuttle i could not think i was all the the only word that came to mind was shuffle (laughs) board shuttle everyone home yeah yeah because then you don't have to interact with your parents except in their natural habitat their natural habitat in the private sphere of your own i'm sorry mom and dad so so sorry i'm no longer embarrassed of you no i'm not i'm not but everyone's done it. And if you haven't, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Shall we go to our Aqua Notes? Yeah. Okay. So, our Aqua Notes this week is slang that we want to bring back. Yes. Slang from 2012, yes. slang from these middle school dances. We're bringing back, we're integrating into today's vernacular. Yeah. My first one swag. Swag, swag, swag. On you, chilling by the fire while we eat fondue.
0: JB was onto it there.
1: No, that's a philosopher if I've ever heard of No,
0: absolutely is.
1: Absolutely. Okay, my first one is Bet. Yeah. Bet. And that was one that it it exploded in a way it shouldn't. And like, I get it. Bet on me changed my life too. But we took it too far. Yeah. hmm And it's one of those things that I feel like in the in, in a certain population is still around today.
0: People and are if, it's, say it's
1: bet. people I associate with. I'm not gonna hide from it. My own brother says that. And the thing is, it's not. It's not personal. No, it's because so I'm actually saying, let's bring it back. You are. Yeah, in an ironic way. Okay,
0: yeah, in an ironic way. Let's bring everything like, that we're about to list off like, back. Yeah,
1: like I'm gonna have some soup for dinner. Bet. Like, cause yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yolo. Yolo. That's our next one. Yolo. Let's bring it back because it's so true. You only live once. You only live once. Yeah. And we've gotta start recognizing that. Cause like the sooner that we recognize it, the better. And in the context of soup for dinner, like yeah, Yolo. that soup, YOLO. Yeah. that's These can all be used. Yeah. All right,
0: up next, we've got
1: my personal maybe least favorite, and that's yeet. That is the worst one because I can picture the boy who's saying this.
0: I feel like you spent a lot of time with the yeeters, if you will,
1: because when I picture yeet, I picture band. I'm picturing literally a boy who is sweatier than he should be for sitting in history and has gone a month or two too long without a haircut. Mm -hmm. And he's crumpled up his notes, tossed it into the trash can, and the way it's a guttural... yeet Yeet. and it's echoing throughout the classroom yeah in a way that it simply did not need to Mm um my next one is
0: what are those (laughs) do you remember that yes in a similar sort of fashion to yeet people who said what are those had a certain je ne sais quoi Mm -hmm. to the tones that they used when they were saying these words because
1: i'm not going to i'm not going to air my dirty laundry by doing it. You all know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But let's bring it back. I'm against that one. No, if you, I'm, I'm sorry, if you walk out of your room and we're about to go somewhere, and I'm like, what are those? But I might say it a little different. I'm just not putting that on air.
0: <gasps> I might have to kick you out if you say it. The way that you're going to, that you're insinuating that yeah. you will, mm-hmm. with peace and love to you, but like that'll end this friendship. Okay. Heard and probably not respected. <laughs> one that I want to throw in is dab. Not the word, the action. The action, yeah. And let us never forget that there is a picture that will live in infamy of you on Instagram yeah. dabbing at your grown age.
1: At the time, it was cool.
0: I never once <laughs> thought dabbing was cool. But I also recognize that,
1: again, in the circles you were in, we were running in different circles. In, okay, at the time, I did it, it was It was no longer cool, but it had hit its first cycle to where now it was ironic.
0: We you know it
1: ebbs and flows. Yeah, keep telling yourself it's that. It's cool to ironic, to cool to ironic, and in the gaps you better not do it. It was the first ironic. God, I hope, hope so. Ironing.
0: I sure hope so. But also like it was you and your band friends. So like yeah,
1: you were dabbing. Yeah, we, we were on our way to prom, and we had to let a little one loose. <laughs> I wish you hadn't. Um, <sighs> my last one is smexy because one thing the girls were getting gap about is who was smexy because. We've aged out. Like, we can't use cute anymore. No. Hot doesn't have the same power. We shouldn't be saying sexy. We shouldn't be saying sexy. Like, that's too much. But smexy just hit the spot. And that is one that I fully endorse us <clears throat> bringing back. No, and the thing was, I don't know about you, but, like, we use it sparingly. We save smexy for particular occasions mm-hmm. so that it had the full weight to it. Not everyone was smexy. Some people, you just had to say hot. Yeah. But when you got that text message, or you heard the sleepover confession that so and so is sexy. Messy. Drop everything now. So Hold true. Hometown celebrity. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And where are they now? What I've got to close this out is a sucker. And that's the old awkward turtle, baby.
1: <laughs> the the physiological reaction <laughs> I have to this. <laughs> I'll put them away. Thank you. <laughs> I have to put them. Yeah. That's your own time, your own space. Yeah. Yeah. The way people were whipping that out. With, again, a certain
0: twang. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, you have to be some kind of twisted
1: to have twang in your hand motions. Well, and the way that the situation wouldn't really be Awkward Turtle until you did that. Yeah. But thanks, because now it is. Now it's so Awkward Turtle. It's so Awkward Turtle. And Awkward Turtle's cousin awkward taco awkward taco two different breeds of people using these phrases yeah neither phrase one that brings me comfort and peace no no comfort or peace no rest for the wicked
0: Mm-mm. well should we slither over to our sleighs and, and dismays hit me okay my i'm gonna be honest it's a dark time today Girl, you literally just got back from vacation i said today yeah so i can think of many dismays But my sleigh is that I was just in the Big Apple. Yeah. I was just in New York City visiting my twin, and it was so fun. We saw a Broadway show. We were pounding the pavement. We were hitting the town, and it was a ball. It was a great time. Yeah. In turn, one of my dismays is that maybe now I have COVID. You win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. Um, And I'm actually going to list a few dismays because – That's my business. Dismay number one is my day yesterday. For those of you who are not on my close friend's Instagram story, you don't know the horrors that I endured by the hands of American Airlines. And yeah, I'm gonna put them on blast. No, American Airlines owes you,
1: owes you something.
0: Here's what happened: I'm coming back from New York, going to Chicago. I go to the airport at 8 a.m. My plane's supposed to leave at 10:30. Come. 9.45. It's delayed. 45 minutes. I said, whatever. I sit. I wait. We get on the plane around 11. We are sitting. We are waiting. We are sitting. We are waiting. The plane leaves the gate, goes off a little bit further, and then we're just sitting and waiting for like an hour and a half before we know anything. We are all just sitting there and waiting. Ultimately, we did not take off until a little after 4 p.m. So we sat on that plane from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m., sitting and waiting and they were telling us it was because of the weather in Chicago which like fine I get you can't control the weather but it was utterly miserable and I was really really trying to have a PMA all throughout that experience and I did like an okay job I could have gotten to a lot like in a sadder place Mm -hmm. but it was awful it was truly awful sitting on a plane for that many hours and they would like give us a few updates because it would be like Okay, here's the good news and the bad news. The good news, we found a new route to Chicago. The bad news, it's 250 more miles and we need more fuel. We go back to the gate. We're waiting to get more fuel. Okay, the good news and the bad news, we're going to leave soon. But unfortunately, we, that's the pilots, we got to go. You got to wait for your new pilots to get here. We're sitting and we're waiting again. It was... I have never been so gaslit in my life as I was by American Airlines yesterday. And they continued to kick you while you were down. It was one thing after another. Truly and honestly. so that's a horrendous experience. It was. It was. So that's all my dismay. It's a lot, a lot today, but so much to be thankful for as well.
1: You got a massage today.
0: I got a massage today as well. CYB.
1: Count your blessings. Count your blessings, and I am. My sleigh has been that we are seeing our first glimmers of sunshine we are supposed to hit we hit 70 yesterday yeah I didn't embrace it because I didn't know it was going to happen I was wearing a sweater and a coat ouch later this week we're going to hit 70 again we're even going to cruise on up to 75 I saw 80 in there girl it's tantalizing is what it is
0: (laughs) it is so tantalizing because I'm picturing us in shorts
1: and a t-shirt throwing the ball Playing catch. No, because, like, catch is back. Catch is back. That's almost old news at this point. No, so totally. But catch is back, and so is the sun. About time. And I'm so thankful for her. See you, baby. Count your blessings. Sunshine. My dismay is is just this ick I've got. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. Um, The girls that get it, get it. I have a job where I use my voice a lot. Yeah. Talking, projecting, singing. And it's not a job. Like, if I was a marketing girly, I would never have to call out. No. Because I could just tip-tap type. Yeah. But this is a job where I have to call out sometimes, and I hate doing it because I feel so guilty. There is
0: nothing you hate more than calling out of work. Yeah. And hey, hey, girls, let's rally around my cousin here. Thank you lift me up. Because sometimes we have to call out of work. And people, I want you to listen very clearly, people are not going to hate you because you are sick. Say it with me.
1: People, People are not going not to hate you because, because you are sick. sick. It's just it, that feels like a really heavy truth <sighs> because to me, I say, I'm letting everyone down. Right. They think I'm lying. Right. They think I'm weak. They think I'm fragile. They think I'm irresponsible. They think I'm lazy. Whoa. There's a lot to unpack there. And I, tomorrow might be the day where I have to call out. Yeah. But I really hope it's not. I'm hoping my
0: fingers and toes are crossed for you that you wake up feeling so much better demons be expelled from my body overnight (laughs) because i know that the pain of you having to call out of work is equal if not
1: more than the pain of your sickness well send us good vibes send us good vibes send us cough drops send us soup send us healing energy and you know shake rattle and roll (laughs)